Previously on the Perfect Talk Podcast. <laughs> it's weird, yo. Some some people ain't built for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It could be. It could be. It could be interesting, man. Oh, I mean, because you because you cheat doesn't mean that you're not built for marriage. It just mean means that you're you, not ready. You cheated. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's true because there's a lot of marriages where people cheat. I think cheating. A lot of people look at it as this absolute thing. A, a, a absolute between well the person didn't cheat so they're a perfect partner and then the person did cheat therefore they're a terrible partner and i don't think it's so binary yeah. so you do you feel though like as far as with cheating if you cheat when you're in a marriage is it like a done deal or like is there any i don't think so reconciling or i definitely think there's reconciling uh Remember, a mar- marriage is lost uh, or are meant to last a really long time. People change. If you think about who you were two years ago, it's a different person than it was then. Playboy, huh? What's really good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy back again for another one. This is the Perfect Talk Podcast. Perfect and Talk in the building. building. I got my co-host. Y'all be the co-host? I guess I'm the moderator. So y'all, y'all are the host. <laughs> uh, I got Miss Perfect Touch in the building. Hey, what it do? You know I'm up in here of chilling course, right now. Niche. Hey yo. Hey, yo and niche. we got my homeboy Keith in the building. What's going on, brother? What it do, man? Just here setting up my fantasy lineup. <laughs> gotta, gotta do it before uh, noon, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, before one o'clock. Before one o'clock, get it in there, man. I, I, I've never done any of that shit. I stopped doing it. I was, I was going hard, and I was just like, yo, sign me up. You know, throw my team in there. But I'm gonna be. You make money me. off of it? Some people do. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm in a money league, so you win recognition, a trophy. Ooh. Ooh. And oh, cash money right oh, around Christmas. Saying, <laughs> I was saying no cash money. What a cash money. Nah, yeah, I win cash money. It's, it's over money. 100 bucks to get into the league, so yeah. take mine seriously. Word. That's real right there. But we got a little special episode today, man. We're going to talk relationship talk. So much going on in the past year. Relationships. You see your man Carmelo get caught out there with La- with Lala. You see your man Kevin Hart get caught out there with whatever his wife's name is. This is second time getting caught out there. Some people are just addicted to getting caught out there. <laughs> like, I don't know. But there's all types of stuff going on. I think we just want to talk about relationships. Is there a lack of respect that people are having right now? Um, and just their relationships? Is is cheating more prevalent nowadays? Are the divorce rates as high? We just gonna cover all that, man. Just talk about You know what's real though? What's like that? I was uh I was doing some um some research and stuff and I was looking. I'm like, damn, some people some people straight feel like it's the person who got cheated on or whatever, like they're to blame too. Y'all believe that shit? Well, y'all brought that up on a. I think that's that's what started this like conversation on. Like, yeah, like 11, yeah. Right? We had uh discussed that, and Keith Keith uh he had brought up the fact that sometimes there is something to look at, right, from the from the victim's point of view, uh, of what you could have done differently in that situation. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, like a book I, I, that you had read, right? And just my belief. So uh, I wouldn't use the word blame that the that the aggrieved is is the one to blame. So the the person that cheated, and then there's the the other person. So the other person it shouldn't be explored for blame, but they should. But there should be an exploration exploration for accountability of not this this regret thing of what could I have done or anything like that. But it's like, all right, where do I count into this equation of um, I've been cheated on. this person has betrayed my trust and all this stuff. Like, where do I fit into it, right? Because sometimes when you hear the debate, you hear of, you know, oh, this this lady cheated and this guy, he's the victim, fair enough. But it's like, all right, well, she did what she did. And then this guy, he's just over here just getting trounced on. His wife just going out there do, doing the thing or the other way around mm-hmm. or whatever. So I'm just saying that, that can't be the time that you completely separate yourselves from each other. It has to be the time where it's like, all right, you know, my husband or my wife cheated. Where do I fit into this? What do I do now? What 
what is it about our relationship that made this person step out and do what they weren't supposed to be doing so that's what i mean so blaming i don't think there's any blame to go on to the the other person Mm -hmm. but there's some accountability to be to be discovered there at the end of the day too though at the end of the day that's when you know i'm about to say some shit Uh or something (laughs) 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 nah nah but the way i look at things too and i i know I, i shed a little light on it too with the um with the podcast where we actually started talking about this shit it's like yeah, you got to hold each other accountable in the relationship and stuff like that. But my thing is communicate. You know what I'm saying? If you feel a way. Mm-hmm. Like, if I didn't know that maybe I stopped doing something that you love, you know? like And I I had no idea that the thing that I stopped doing was the thing maybe that you loved the most. could have been anything. Maybe from, like, certain type of attention to, like, you know, even bedroom behavior. Like, it's just... You got to communicate with your partner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So if you're not communicating with me, then next thing you know, I find out, you know what I'm saying? You slamming something else down. Of course, we're going to have beef. And I'm, I am I feel like I'm not to blame. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I wouldn't know. But if if we together and I'm telling you, like, yo, listen, or you're telling me, hey, yo, listen, you ain't been doing X, Y, Z. Like, you know, these are the things I like. These are the things that I need to, to be you know, I need some, this is, this is what's going to keep me here and stability and da, 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 da. these are the things that I need. And I, you say it repeatedly and I don't, I don't hear it or I'm not even trying to fuck with it. And you go do your own thing and you out here and you start slamming it and I find out about it or you, you start cheating. Then, then I feel like, yo, you know what? This us factor, like, damn, you know what I mean? You were saying whatever, whatever. Like, you were saying these things, and I just didn't catch on to it. Like, mm-hmm. then I feel like I'm the blame. But if you ain't tell a motherfucker... It's grimy, right? Yeah. We were, um... Would it not be grimy if I told you and I, I and I cheated? If you gave him a chance, I guess, to yeah, reconcile... I, yeah, if you, if, you, if you gave me a chance... I'm assuming that's what you mean. Yeah. We just listened to a clip of Obama talking, and I think it applies the same notion of this. Until you come together, he was talking about uh, NFL players and um, coming together with law enforcement and trying to talk out what their differences are and what, and um, you know how they can come to some type of resolution. That's everything in life. You, if you don't sit there and talk down to people, and it's cool, we do podcasts, and we're podcasters, we're into talking things out. But um, most people don't. They they either go straight to the action or they because because those conversations are hard to have happen. Um, and I think one big thing I got with cheating is like this is idea that people like treat their friends better than they treat the actual person that they love, better than they treat the person that they sleep in a bed with, share bank accounts with. And like if me and Keith got a disagreement, we're gonna talk it out. And let's say Keith doesn't resolve that, I'm gonna keep telling Keith. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna punch him. I'm not gonna stop being his friend. You're not- gonna punch me again. <laughs> 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 nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just I think we give our friends several chances to reconcile their behavior and and, and when something doesn't bother you have a you, you don't necessarily have as big as an issue, but then that person who you're supposed to be the closest with, um it, it could be difficult sometimes. And I understand it. I've I've been in a toxic relationship. So it's like sometimes you something could be bothering you, but you're like, why bring it up now and destroy the moment? Why bring it up now and start a potential argument when Man. we could just kind of like move on? Man, you got to pick and choose the whole argument thing too. That's that's one well, that's the thing, yo. You mentioned you mentioned communicating. You mentioned communicating, and I think communicating it doesn't come naturally to some people. In fact, it doesn't probably doesn't come natural to anyone. It's something that you got to learn. So some people are blessed enough to have grown up or have friends that are effective communicators and able to talk out talking good moments and talking tough moments not everyone's blessed like that so i think it's a you have to make a conscious effort to really study how your partner communicates and really um study how you communicate and really work on that you mentioned that you know you have to communicate with your partner that oh i really liked when you did this i didn't really like when you did that and, and all that stuff some people in fact a lot of people don't even communicate that for whatever reasons it could be yeah. that the one one person, like the person who, who wants to say that doesn't feel safe saying it for some reason. I'm not talking about physical safety, but they don't just feel... Co- like, that know, comfort. I'm, yeah. It's going to start like an issue. Yeah, I like, I like it when you compliment my body or something like that, but you don't do it a lot, a lot of times. Like the thought of saying that to someone, it could be very uncomfortable. It's just an uncomfortable yeah. thought to many yeah, people. Most you know what I'm saying? I, I like when I like a particular sexual act or when you say this thing during sex. It's a really uncomfortable thing for people to say. 
on the other end, it's un- sometimes it could be an uncomfortable thing for people to hear that they exactly. Really I was just about to say that communication, too. Communication skill of no matter what this person says, almost what no matter what they, this person says, I have to take it in and really process it before I say anything. And part of communication, naturally, people like to listen to respond instead of listening to really digest with what exactly the saying. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because if somebody comes up to you and says, "Yo, know, you don't do X, Y, and Z no more." A lot of people's natural tendency is to be like, well, you know, well, you don't work out no more exactly, like you used yeah. to. And defending yourself when it should be, this person's coming to you humbly to say, let's work together on something. But naturally, you know, you're just, or reflexively, you're just defensive and it shouldn't be that way. So um, It's the language. Like you said, it's the language and style in which we communicate with one another too. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, exactly. There's the book, The Five Love Languages. You know, uh, have you guys heard or read it? Yeah, so there's, heard about there's, that. there's that five love languages in, in which people communicate their love. Um, many part- partners don't have the same love language. That's okay, but the the task is to figure out what your what your partner's love language is. I think we even spoke about it on a, on a um, episode where we were talking about body shaming or something like that. Everyone has something that they feel insecure about, so you gotta like work in your own relationship to make it a safe space. To talk about these certain issues and like once it reaches a point where it's like oh was you trying to be funny with that or was that trying to hurt my feelings i think you enter a really dangerous place that's just hard to go back from because now something could be a real serious issue and you're like ah, i don't want to bring it up i don't want to start you know what i'm saying so it you gotta if, you're laying down with a person you really got to be able to communicate i think that's not even stressed that big you know what i'm saying like enough in in life and and, and and we even spoke about it um on other episodes also like talking to your kids something about the topic of sex People don't want to talk to their kids about it. People uh, don't even want to talk to the person they're having sex with about it. You know what I'm saying? They just kind of want to do it and move on with their day as if it didn't happen. So it's just like you got to get comfortable talking about these things because how else are you going to grow? You know what I'm saying? How's that relationship going to turn into anything? But um, even away from like cheating, like how do y'all feel? Like w- what what are ways? Because like we're all, we're all 30-something. As 30-somethingers nowadays. 26, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> What are ways for the for the relationship to grow though that that people might not really think of? You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you, you're getting married, Keith, so maybe you had to do certain exercises. I think to prepare you for marriage. What do, what do they make you go to like something? Uh, marriage? Do they make you? You think before you get married, you better? No, no the we person, chose the to. person that's a. Uh, I meant the person that was performing the wedding. Do they? Do they? Oh, you mean the, the officiant? Yeah. yeah um, do they require you to go to some type of? In general, you're not required to do that, but a lot of a lot of religious officiants. They often require you do so. So we did. We went to a pre-marriage class mm-hmm. at Hillsong Church. Um, I, if you look, it's a very popular church. They have that popular pastor, uh, Carl Wentz. He was on the Breakfast Club and everything. Okay. Um, we went to a pre-marital class there. Lots on communication, communicating about sex, communicating about money. Um, but you really have to get your mind, your mind into that, that mindset of like, yo, like the, me and this person are about to become one. It's really difficult to have. I've had relationships. I've never been engaged before, but before this, but I've had relationships where it's like, well, she do what she do, and I do what I do. Then when you get together, it's kind of tough to naturally be one. You know what I'm saying? Because then I clung on to my thoughts, and even if this, the, the, my, you know, my girlfriend wanted to be one or think as one, it just couldn't happen because I was, I just wasn't open to that. Going into marriage, like we already got the joint bank account, and you know, you talk about how we communicate and all this type of stuff, and it's a it's a practice. I'm not happy all the time, you know, when we're together, and that's just natural. Um, and you have to be prepared for those moments. How are you going to work through those unhappy moments? Mm-hmm. You know, when when I wake up in the morning, I have to make the you know, I have to keep making the choice to love her. At some days, it's going to be harder than others. You know what I'm saying? You said that before, yeah. yeah. And even so. even now, we're not even married yet. And some day, some mornings is hard. It's harder to love her than other mornings, and that's just what it is. But I make the choice when I wake up and look at her. Make sure you kiss her. You have to make love a habit, mm-hmm. and it's not always a natural mm. thing. It's not a natural fire always burning. Sometimes you got to work at make love a habit. I gotta write that that's down. Like that's fire. <laughs> yeah, you got to make love a habit. Like you got to work on it. You know what I'm saying? So, just not so, to cut you off. Do you think that's the reason for like a lot of the infidelity that we see nowadays? People aren't constantly working at it, or is it an issue where? Obviously, it could be both, but is it more so an issue where temptation is just thrown at people? So you could be you could be doing that every day. Decide to love your your girl. Decide to be a, a good husband. But that that one temptation comes in and it kind of just throws everything off. Doesn't change the way you feel about your girl, 
You know what I'm saying? Or is it more so a thing where people just stop working at it and things naturally fade away? Yeah, you made a good point with the, you know, it's not necessarily a reflection of how you feel about your girl because people throw around this thing of, oh, well, he cheated so he can't love her. Or this person cheated so they, they weren't ready for marriage. No, they were totally ready. It's just that they cheated. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these two things could be separate. The, I think cheating, when it comes to temptation, you have to have a game plan. Like I said, love is very much a thing of the heart, but it's also to some extent an intellectual pursuit you have to think about certain things so when we talk about cheating i remember uh playboy you told me like in, in a private conversation that you kind of innocent that you kind of even though you're not in a monogamous relationship now like you 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 challenge yourself to certain things so that you can be the best person you can be when you're challenged with like if you're tempted Temptation. with something yeah if yeah. you're tempted tempted by a woman when when it's time for you to re- reject that temptation or to, to avoid it, you know what to do in that moment. And even if you don't practice it physically, at the very least, you should be thinking about what are you going to do if you're tempted that way? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could just be that one thing, like, oh, I just walk away. Yeah. I don't be in the same room as her. Or, you know, or if you just to avoid that, some people wouldn't be in a like a, a intimate private setting with um, – Another person to even avoid that. I mean, we got we got. You like could a, go too far with that, though. We got like a buddy who won't go to nightclubs because he knows, right, yeah. right, he knows what doesn't. You know, no, nothing good could come out of that. He knows his capabilities. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have you have to be realistic with yourselves about the, that type of thing. Yeah, there's that too. Like, you know, I remember one time I took a a, a comedy class and um, a lot of the comics that that I liked were self deprecating. You know, at the time I was in my twenties and I'm I'm six foot two and all this stuff and you're like self deprecating humor is not going to work for you. Because you know you're young, you're good looking, you're tall, so it just doesn't—it's not—it just doesn't work for you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like if you had something weird about you, then it would work. And you have to know yourself in that way, be self-conscious that if you're good looking or you're funny or you're charismatic or you really like women, then certain things just aren't for you. They have that Bible verse. Um, when I was a child, thought like a child, I, I did childish shit. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm growing up. Wait, yeah. it said that in the Bible? I did childish shit. <laughs> no, nah, that's verbatim. King okay. James Version. Okay, okay. I did childish shit, and now I'm a grown-ass man. Adult, yeah. yeah, and I'm a grown-ass man, so I'm tossing all that stuff away, and I'm going to do grown, grown-ass grown shit. So you got to toss away all that childish stuff. In my youth, I, I don't know about you, but in my youth, I used to go to the club specifically thinking about getting girls. You know what I'm saying? I used to put on a certain cologne. I put on my little curve that I caught from doing read. <laughs> put on my curve shit. Put on, you know, low get my shit together. Iron my academic uh, shirt with the starch collar and everything. Because I wanted girls. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you got to throw that stuff away. You can't, can't think about it. So you don't wear curves no more? I the girl that I'm, I'm going to have for, for a really, really long time, so... Wait, you don't, so you don't wear curve no more? Cool water now. <laughs> cool water, nigga. Have it off. I stepped in. <laughs> oh, yeah, juke, nigga. Yeah, and I understand all that. I think um, too. One thing that's important with with relationships is um, it's not just time together, but it's also time apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like alone time. Yeah, like for for me, I like downtime. You know what I'm saying? Like as much as I like to be with you, I, I need some space too. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm big on that. Yeah, that's yeah. With the living together. Yeah, and and uh, some people, I mean, yo, even uh, I had a couple of the homies just be like, yo, man, all we do, this is all we do, you know what I'm saying? We always together, we eat together, we sleep together, we do it. I'm like, well, then y'all live together, so y'all gonna eat together. Y'all, got, y'all share the refrigerator, <laughs> y'all share the microwave, you know what I mean, in the stove, but at the same time, too, like, I think um, time apart is, is always good, just as time together is good, you know what I mean? And like how you said, too. And, and that goes hand in hand with knowing yourself and maturing and that way, you know, so you can contribute to a healthy relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you're coming into something or if you're in something and, you know, you got all these insecurities and X, Y, Z and you, you still don't know who you are. How can you really contribute to a healthy relationship? You know what I'm saying? You're going into that motherfucker fucking it up already. To, that's how I feel. To piggyback what you said, too, uh, for the person out there that is like I spend all my time, my girl, I eat every meal, my girl. And that that can happen. I think the 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 best thing to do to um fight that is 
keep it interesting. You know, yeah. you try to always constantly do new things. Like it really has to be a thought process that you're gonna have to think of throughout the day. Is how can I stop this from being stagnant? Because I fell into that a lot of times, especially in living relationships. You get comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that's why, like, I think you got to keep that mystery. You got to keep that excitement because it's it's gonna get we're human beings. It's naturally gonna get old. Yeah, yeah, and there are some people that that do it successfully, like being together every day, and they oh, people, love, some it. love I mean, it. Some people love their be- their lover being their best friend. I don't, but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I think no, you should be my best friend. In the I like term- to keep that bitch on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think you should be my best friend in the sense that I talk to you about things that I don't talk to other people about. But I, we, I don't think it's gonna be interesting if you know my entire day because you were right next to me. You know what I'm saying, and vice versa. Yeah, then uh, it was funny too because with the whole Kevin Hart thing. Remember, we were talking before on the last episode about um, just with the side chicks and everything and. Sometimes you kind of see, like, the side chicks being treated like main chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I I try to, like, I was talking to one of the homies, and I'm like, yo, like, he treats his girl like he treats his side chick. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I feel like, yo, he treats his side chick a little better than he treats his girl. Like, and for me, I'm looking at that, like, because you guys were talking about, like, how you treat your friends and da-da-da. And it's just like, yo, like. You got two two real girlfriends. You got two whole girlfriends, the homie. Like, how is that even? And and he's just like, yo, you know what I mean? It keeps me balanced. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo. Hey, what he's doing is fucked up, but the way he explained it is kind of articulate. <laughs> and I'm looking at him, and, and for a minute, I'm like, this nigga right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then before I'm like, this nigga right? <laughs> before you said that, I was like, I, before you said the word balance, I'm like, how does he keep that balance? And I yeah. guess he he's got it figured yo, out. Yo, yo, he got, like, you know what I'm saying? Listen, they, they, he's like, and the thing is, like, I th- he's so in sync Like he's just like Yeah you know what I'm saying I, Like yo you know like, He's like You gonna laugh and shit But like I know her favorite color You know what I'm saying Then on the other side of the rainbow I know her color You see what I'm saying She got kids I know what size they wear You see what I'm saying show. <laughs> Yo that's what I'm saying I'm, Yo I was looking at him I was like yo homie We, we really doing this right now He like yo listen Tonight I got dinner at da 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 This weekend we going here da-da-da. I'm just like yo Him and his girl live together him and his girl live together. Yeah. Mm, that's hard, yeah. You got the side thing. But yeah. What's his name? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all right. Well, how, how y'all feel about this? Um, Beyonce and Jay Z. They obviously going through certain things. Also, um, do y'all think that Lemonade album and the Four 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 album is good uh, for the dating world? In the sense of, because um, when I first had heard, I guess before even Four 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 came out, um, Lemonade, it was kind of this thing on it, like. You kind of going back to the dude you just made a whole album about cheating on you with. So it's like, what kind? Of, what is that showing? But I was conflicted because then I'm also like, if she had left that, I'd be like, ah, oh, Beyonce running away from the uh, the the institution of marriage just because of one thing. So it's like, on one end, I, I can see how they were both positives, like staying with your um, staying with your mate. Not, not both positive, but they were different views on it. Like staying with your mate after something like that is a good message to send. But are we telling? Young, I'm not even gonna say young black girls. Are we telling just young girls in general that hey, maybe this is something you shouldn't leave somebody for because i've i've heard a lot of girls say that they wouldn't cheating isn't necessarily a deal breaker yeah i mean yeah because there's so many um i think other things that come into play but before i even get into that for me like for you know with being an artist with her putting out her music i mean it's self-expression mm-hmm. right you know what i'm saying and there's you know it's it's like therapeutic at the same time too, and that is like a form of therapy, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're putting out art and you're releasing it, so I, I don't think she was really too concerned with maybe like the message that she was sending out, saying that hey, cheating is okay. You know what I mean? He did this, I'm still here. You know, because they ended up having a baby, yeah. the twins. That's, you know what I'm saying? Money off of it. I'm not even getting that Beyonce or or Jay. Yeah. me. The message it was it necessarily uh, you're asking about the result yeah, the yeah, result yeah. of it, it doesn't send them a certain type of message yeah I think it's what you what you decide to take, from, you take it. from it you know what I mean and that's that's the thing about art right you know what I mean when you look at it from different angles you may see different shit like we all look at it differently so for me I didn't really even think about the whole fact that she was cheating I, for me I was just happy that she got it out because we never really mm-hmm. heard that side or felt that from Beyonce ever okay because we all for for me I mean I always looked at it like damn she's perfect you know what I'm saying like. She 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 looks great, you know what I'm saying? She look like she smell great, you know what I mean? She's fucking with Hove, like, she got street cred, like, she's lit. Like, she's, like, everyone, like, there's nothing really bad that you can say about Beyonce. Because what I, uh, not that, I'll let you answer in a second, Keith. I, I heard a, a podcast the other day, it was actually a clip of it, but, uh-huh. like, uh, the lady in the podcast was saying, um, you know, like, she stuck with Jay-Z for shit that I wouldn't stick with him with. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like as if that would be a deal breaker for him. And then I see the Kevin Hart thing. Um, the young lady from Sister Sister. I want to say Tia Maori. Oh, for Tia the real. And or Tamara. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she was like how she wouldn't stay with Kevin Hart. And I'm just like, obviously, it's easier from the outside looking in to have these Too opinions. Easy. Yeah, to just be like, well, that wouldn't be me. But but is it kind of like a backlash to, to seeing something like a Jay Z keeping a beautiful lady like Beyonce on top of her game, and, but still being able to go out and do what it? What, is that kind of like? The, are we seeing the backlash of that now with the I wouldn't stick with that or da da da? Like, mm. it's all what people want to take from it. You think? Yeah, I think it's all what you want to take from <clears throat> it. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to the whole drug rap thing. Like these artists. This is what they saw, like people getting killed and holding guns and selling drugs and stuff, and they rapped about it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some some impressionable minds took it as well. Maybe I should sh- sell drugs too, and they, you know, it could be perceived as glorified. Beyonce, I don't perceive it as glorification of staying with a man who cheated. It's a presentation of the truths of marriage, just like drug exactly. rap is a presentation of the truths of the street. Um, yeah, I mean, and then Jay Z admitting to it, showing some kind of contrition for it. I, I think it's a great thing just to put forward that side because they're leaders to young people. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. They're they're very much leaders. They're so influential, and to right. show that to show that they're even married and dealing with stuff like that is that, amazing. They're, like, that they're humans. You know, the only thing we had before that was the shit in the elevator. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So like to to be able to have full albums and then even still like. When you listen to interviews and shit like that, we don't really hear. They're not fully dissecting everything. They're letting you take whatever it is that you want from from those albums, from those songs, from those pictures. Like you know, what I'm saying at the end of the day, like you guys said, we're on the outside looking in. You know what I mean? So we can only say how we feel. But like they put it out, and that's it. And maybe that was their deal breaker for them. Like you know, what I'm saying maybe that, or maybe that was. You know, we we I feel like their albums was a result of like the shit that did happen. You know what I mean? And maybe they got that out, and it's just like, yo, we gonna do this shit. You gonna do what you gonna do? I'm gonna do what I do. We gonna put it out, and that's just gonna be the end of it. We ain't gonna talk about this shit. We ain't gonna, you know what I mean? We ain't gonna give. We ain't gonna give that to them. Yeah, and, and that's us. And by the way, when when you have these, you know, like Lemonade and Four 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 talking about mm-hmm. the cheating and stuff, just like the drug rap, you need for it to be constructive. You need to have constructive conversations about it. You need a well informed consumer. So. Word. A uh, eleven year old kid listening to, you know, feeling it or whatever, like by Jay Z or some some other kind of song that an eleven year old shouldn't be listening to. Like, of course, you're gonna see the lyrics miscarried out in life and mm-hmm. them acting out and wanting to do drug stuff. Same thing with the whole cheating stuff. I hope yeah. it doesn't make cheating cool or make it acceptable because there are people who should be dumped. Over cheating, some some relationships should just end right on right on the spot if there's cheating. Some should, some shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we're talking about marriage. So, um, just like this, there should be some conversations that happen around just marriage or just serious relationships in general. The institution of marriage is a sweet thing for some people, not for some others. And um, some really mature conversations with some really mature people need to happen. Yeah, I, I I think too, um, is it's interesting like where we are in our lives to be able to interpret the art that they did come out with. Or like you know, 'cause I, I even think about um, you know, there may be like certain books or uh certain movies that I watched or certain songs that I've listened to when I was younger I got something different out of it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So when I got older and I listened to it again, I'm like, damn. Like, when I listen to some Lauryn Hill now, I'm like, whoa. Whole another wave. Yo, a whole nother wave, a whole different feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can connect on it on a, on a different level. So, like, when I look at the whole cheating shit with them, you know, like, it's like where I'm at in my life right now. Like, I, I don't... I don't necessarily say that maybe Beyonce's putting out a message where she's just like, yo, you know what? Motherfuckers gonna cheat. Stay with them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I didn't get that. It's just like, yo, listen, I got from it like, yo, this is like, yo, this shit hurt me and it made me feel this way. Track one was this way. Track two. You know what I'm saying? Just because she, I mean, it's not like she just took one song and, and talked about it. She did a whole album. You, think you know that, what I mean? That, um, Same thing with Hove. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just one song. He And he spoke about multiple things. Yeah, no, he told you, you know? it. But do you think that mentality that you just mentioned, that niggas are going to cheat, you think that's uh, prevalent in, in, in young society yeah. nowadays? Like, it's... Yo, I, I heard that ever since I was young. Yeah, I, like, I never yo, heard anything different. Yo, <laughs> I've never heard... Like, yo, it's just like, yo, niggas going to cheat. It is what it is. You is know it, what I'm saying? Is it viewed worse when a woman cheats? 
Yeah. When we oh yeah, when we cheat, we ain't shit. Yeah. Y'all don't want nothing to do with us. And don't let us cheat with one of your homeboys. Oh, that's come on. That's smart. Yeah, I'm Not just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> like, but but when but when y'all cheat and it, and it's with one of our 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 BFFs or some shit like that, it's like yo. <laughs> and I hit the hit the friend too. Like my nigga, you got the friend too. Like yo, what is that? Yo, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's it's that double standard is disgusting, but I do know that it exists. You know what I'm saying, and that's like all across the board. You know a what huge, I mean? There's huge, 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 huge double standards when it comes to anything related to sex and women. Can, yeah. can we be in all in agreement that cheating is disrespectful though to the like? Because yes. I know we touched on it that it is not necessarily has anything to do with the person, but you do yeah. have to acknowledge the fact that by cheating, you are disrespecting the person that you... Oh, no, it's huge disrespect. You have to, yeah, I mean, with cheating, you have to acknowledge some things. It's hugely disrespectful. It's automatic loss of a huge amount of trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if you're having sex, you know I mean? Now you're putting this person at health risk. Yeah, that's some shit. Yeah. That's some shit, Usher. Wow. God damn. <laughs> well, he wasn't married. Was he, was he nah, but either way, did he say he got it from someone, you know what I'm saying? He, he, well, he it off, so... Well, I mean, they said allegedly he had it. That's why he was trying to do the payout. You know what I mean? But allegedly, because we don't hear nothing about it no more. So I believe somebody got paid pretty good. You know what I mean? So it's like he gave it to someone. And he, I, had, and he had to know he had it. He, he had to know he had it. Yeah, like that. That that's that's oh, some shit. I mean, from a scientific point uh, standpoint, it could be something you don't know you have. Oh, because no outbreaks. Right. Exactly. Man, listen. That that's some shit. You walking around here. I know Passing shit off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's why I'm real. so anti-cheating because I, I, I mean, like everything's easy. Right? Like from where I'm sitting at right now, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not, so I can sit here and say I wouldn't cheat on someone and I wouldn't stand for them cheating. But obviously, until I'm in that situation and a bad chick is trying to get at me or something like that, I can't really tell you what I would do. Um, but they I don't do think need to be bad, man. They just need to talk about something interesting sometimes, just to be like, a distraction. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. right? You yeah. set your football lineup yet, but. Boo, you know about football. <laughs> <laughs> <She's trying to laughs> nah, but um, I think that's just a, a certain principle that I kind of have. Like, if I'm gonna sit here and really call you my, because I don't have to call you my girlfriend, I'm pretty sure that we can we can do. You know, what I'm saying I can get what I want out of the situation without making you my girlfriend. But if I'm gonna go to the extent of making you my girlfriend, I think it should kind of cut that that type of stuff out of it. And I would hope for the same respect. I would hope that because I, I would, from where I'm sitting at right now, I'd say yeah, if you cheat on me. I'm not gonna hate you for the rest of my life, but I think just as respect for my own self. Yeah. I can't well, what's just sit what's by. cheating? As for me, what qualifies as cheating? Yeah. Um, talking to a nigga on the phone. What? I think what? that could qualify as cheating if you if you're le- if because you know what the conversation is trying to lead to. It's not just friendly conversation. Um, there are people out there who don't mind their girlfriend having male friends, and maybe that do. My fiance call. can't go to a male cashier in Whole Foods. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just looked at you like he a real one. I'm kidding, y'all. I ain't yeah, know but he you was might that feel the type of way if she had like a friendly relationship with a dude that called at like ten o'clock at night or type. Oh of, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, it, um, but some dudes don't. I, I personally, I think there's certain things you got to take out of your life when you decide to be in a relationship. Um, don't limit yourself. Don't <laughs> other dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that'd, be probably, that'd be a good place to start. <laughs> and then, just be honest with a person. If you're not like, I think you you said it to the best. Obviously, if y'all decided to come together and, and be with somebody, communicate with that person that yo, you're not doing what you was doing in the beginning. You yeah. were sending flowers. You were texting all the time. You wanted to know all day. Well, that's the fluff. You know what I'm saying? Then first, I, I feel like, yo, you kind of can't judge someone off of the first, like, you know what I'm saying, three to six months. You know what I mean? Well, that Those book is, he brought up says that. It's the honeymoon phase. Yeah. Um, how, how long does the honeymoon phase actually last? It depends how popping I think the chick is. Like, is she? <laughs> 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 Boy, like, yo, look at my calendar. Maybe that. <laughs> it started off psychological, then. I was like, what? <laughs> well, it depends yeah. on how popping she is. Yeah, you uh, like yo well keith read the book play like yo i read really? a long time ago. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember if there's any number to it but i think it just depends on a couple i don't remember the yeah number. it's just wherever you're at it's, it's more so what's going on rather than the time the honeymoon phases i think the honeymoon yeah. phase is naturally when you're just swooning over each yeah. other it's a chemical yeah. thing they said it's a dopamine release yeah yeah, so yeah. It's, it's when that dopamine release stops stops yeah happening. it feels like a drug and that's why i said you got to make it a habit like you got to make it a, a, a intellectual pursuit to some degree yeah. um i've um i've read that after like three months, you know what I'm saying, you could tell if you really love someone. That's about. I think that if you're gonna put it's a number three on months, it, that's yeah. about where the honeymoon phase will let. Because you figure in that first couple of weeks and months, certain shit that you probably wouldn't let slide. If things are going good, otherwise you might let that stuff slide. So it's yeah. like right around that point, you're like, all right, just getting old. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, that's a good number to put on it. Um, 
I think if 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 you feel like it's not growing after three months, it's probably a good sign that y'all should get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> if it's already going bad after three months, but there's no real time limit. Okay, so back to what qualifies cheating? We said uh, I'm not gonna say talking. necessarily talking on the phone, but depending on the co- the the content of the conversation, uh, talking on the phone, texting, sexting. Um, for me, for me, cheating is sex, uh, vaginal relations. For that's for me because yeah. I can. Depending on the situation, I could chalk everything up leading up to that as a fluke. You know what I'm saying? But once you have sex, like that's like you took an extra step. That yeah, that's that like that's the line. You know how you know how the the hand eye coordination it takes to undo a bra. So <laughs> I, I thought I saw you start to time. like try to like, you, know what I'm <laughs> like you, you reached out. I was like, damn, he's doing like, back spasms. Yeah, <laughs> like, taking apart a bomb over here. Yeah, dude, like once you un. <laughs> Uh, you remember, like, if you're younger, you're trying to undo a bro. You be like, yeah, she don't even know I'm back here. She know you back here. So that's <laughs> we that's always know. Word. We know always know. Like Scraping our shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fingernails all on the Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I think uh, vaginal relations is, like, that point where it's, like, that is, is definite. You can't come and back. I, I can. I you, think. You I can, can forgive a drunk makeout at the club. I could forgive that. Yeah. I I mean, we would have to talk about the behavior. Yeah. About the, the maybe, drunk makeup. Maybe you shouldn't be going out getting drunk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would encourage it, but, you know, I wouldn't. It's not a necessary deal breaker. Yeah. But that, but that's just, I guess that's just how I look at things. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I tend to look at things a little bit rosy, maybe in some cases too rosy. But for me, a drunk makeout is like, all right, I could see how, how that could happen. Mm. You know so, what I'm saying? Uh, let me ask y'all this. Because I've been in a situation where, like, I saw, like, texting. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, damn, do I confront or do I wait until it builds up? What would y'all do? Well, the latter is definitely wrong. So now do you, I, I would tend towards confront, but that's with some some caveats to that, though. So you said you saw texting. Yeah, I saw some, I saw some texting before, you know what I'm saying, a little friendly. And I'm like, how, I, what, like what who was is the, that? I think. What was the extent of the conversation? Like, friendly? I mean, pretty much it was just like, you know, a little, little, little flirting, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get to know. Like, it's the beginning shit. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. same way I would text you in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, it, I see it. Like, y'all getting to know each other. You know what I'm saying? But you, so, you, you talking about your boo is texting somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 When yeah. y'all relationship had already been developed. Oh, yeah, we together. Okay, together. Like, it wasn't at the beginning. Like, no, no, no. I didn't in the beginning. And you saw like, something that was friendly. So I, yeah, it was like, it was, it, was a little, it was a little too much. Like, I know if it was me, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But my thing, I was just like, should I say something or should I just let it rock? Let me see how. In my mind, I was like, let me see how far this shit goes. Were go. you bothered by it or were you bothered because yeah. you know she would be bothered? Yeah, 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 yeah. You Most definitely bothered by it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was bothered by it a little bit, and I'm looking. I'm like, all right, like, do I say something or, or like? I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just chill out. But then I was just like, I'm an adult. I was like, me, you an adult now, so you have to communicate. And if you see some shit like this, you need to check it. So you took a phone and threw it. <laughs> 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 I clapped that shit against the wall. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about throwing mad shit on the last episode? Hell yeah! Um, I clapped that shit. When I was in that situation, uh, I was it was a living relationship, and I it's, I think it's a safety thing for you if we live together and you're contacting people who feel comfortable contacting you. What's gonna stop them from showing up? And uh, yeah. stop them from disrespecting the crib. So I had to like address it. Um, I just because I couldn't, I, you know, what I'm saying I couldn't not address it, and then things progressively even got worse from that point. And it's like I'm that's not gonna sit here and just, you know, what I'm saying let things rock. You gotta speak on it. It's, I, can't, yeah. I can't just sit on it. At the very least, so one of the things I, I learned uh, in my years in therapy is sometimes you feel like what you have to say isn't important enough. Like you know, what I'm saying like you, you may, I'm not saying you niche, but like let's just say a person in the same situation that you're in, they may say that. Maybe I haven't earned the right to at this point to say to say, to say that what's going on on your phone, mm-hmm. or um, maybe you want to wait for wait for it to get worse so that you feel like it's worth saying something. Yeah. But it's okay if you're feeling something. You have to you have to have trust in the fact that your feelings are worth something to your partner. Exactly, you know exactly. So you, and you have to believe that. And I think sometimes when we let, don't confront things at, at first and let it build up, that's when we get the explosions. I was going to say, so, yeah. that affects my behavior. If I know something's bothering me and I'm not speaking on it, yeah. passive-aggressively, so, it's going to come out. Like, exactly. Man. So if you can't think of something, quote-unquote, important enough to say in that situation, it's important enough to just say, I feel a little funny with the text. Yeah. It, 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 it would make me feel better. Again, you say something to make me feel better. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you're not a cute. 
accusing anybody, Man. it's on you. I feel this way. Period. It was, it was, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't anything like, yo, what you doing tonight? Let's link up. It was just like, yo, I see you getting annoyed. Like, what's this about? Real 11 o'clock text. Yeah, like, what's this about? You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, okay, y'all work together. That's what's up. What's this about, though? You know what I mean? And it, it ain't me like, yo, what the fuck is you? Nah. <laughs> it, and I, it, it wasn't me. I, I wasn't upset. I was just like, yo, what's this? You got a new friend? Let me see the pick. Pull it up. I think to your earlier point of bringing things up and communicating about it, if you were to just let it slide and not mention it, yeah, and then something does come from it, you know what I mean? You're going to feel like, damn, I didn't even really give him an opportunity to resolve this thing because I never yeah. put it up. In, in the situation that Keith just laid out, you do kind of sound like a like a bitch nigga when you do that, but it's just like, yeah. you got to be a bitch nigga. Yeah. 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 Or you're going to be a cheated on nigga. Cheated on bitch nigga. Bitch ass cheated on nigga. Nah, you got you to gotta have the uncomfortable conversations, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, you got to get comfortable with it. Oh. I don't think you ever get comfortable with it, but you just have to uh, get the ball, so to speak, to just say something at early. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And if you have any doubt if you're gonna offend anyone, then a, a good thing to do is try to frame it in terms of yourself. So instead of saying you texting somebody, you'd be like, "I, f- I feel as if I feel blank because I think you're texting somebody." Like I, uh, I, I, I feel emotion. Like, yeah, yeah, you let somebody. And if they don't like your emotion, and because maybe the ways you feel puts them off. And they break up with you or something, yeah. it would suck. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's for the better. It's for the better yeah. because if you reveal yourself and that person doesn't like yourself, then it wasn't <laughs> meant to be. You know, yeah. What I'm it's a friendship mentality having everything. We all do a podcast together. I'm not just gonna hop in Anisha's phone, disrespect her phone. I'm not just gonna be like, Yo, Keith, you. I don't like the way that you hanging out with. Like, you're my homeboy. I'm not gonna say I don't. I, so the same thing is, is I'm gonna have that same respect. Like something's yeah. bothering me. In a relationship, and I, and I tell you, I think I said on an earlier episode, you're I want that type of best friend type relationship. I don't yeah. need I need someone that I can. The communication is a huge thing that I can actually talk to. So it's like if we can't have that respect for each other and even come to just have that those conversations that we really shouldn't even be together. Yeah. yeah. And to you, to your whole the best friend thing, for me it has it had to be a conscious effort to because for me I have trust issues. Uh, not with cheating, or anything, just anybody. Like for somebody to be my friend. Like, if somebody, you know, if a, a dude that I know from work, I only knew him for, like, three months, I say, oh, let's go grab a beer tonight. I'd be like, nigga, who else going to be there? <laughs> I just got trust issues like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just started trusting Playboy. I knew this nigga for about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it took for him to get me to this podcast? Oh no, yo, know, I'd be like, oh no, he started having them back spasms. I'm like, this is a different world. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, like you have to make a conscious effort to be like, yo, I'm gonna say something that I don't say to typical friends to yeah. my fiance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a practice. Like, yeah, love is a habit, like you said, and 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 that resonates with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just being, like, I've never been in a relationship. Honestly, like some real shit. So this is like my first real joint, and like I'm, I'm, I've been through a lot. We've been through a lot, but it's 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 kind of dope, you know what I'm saying? Because we were actually friends first, you know what I mean? mean? We were friends for like real joint. What do you mean? Like like my first real relationship. Like I was in high school. Nah, I mean it. I was in something before, but it was like yo, it was maybe like a few months off. You like it was wild, immature. Yeah, I mean no communication. Nah, I was lit still. So it's like yo, but like now I'm just like yo, this shit is kind of cool. Like like how you said it's a habit, and like you, one thing I love that you said is that like yo, you wake up, you know what I'm saying, and you make the the choice and the decision. To love your wife, you know what I'm saying, or your your fiance, and I was like, yo, that I think that shit is so dope, you know what I mean? Because we we all do have decisions, and it's like, yo, and choices, even when it comes up to cheating, before you slide up in that thing, like it's just like those are the choices that we make, and like you know, one thing I've realized too, being older, is that um, each choice that we do make, you know, we're not the only ones who are affected by that decision, you know what I'm saying? It's it, it's it's with everyone. I mean, you you have a daughter play, so you know, you know what I'm saying, which. I, it's just, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? And and we have to be conscious about those decisions that we do make because of the people that will be impacted by that um that that decision. So it's like, yo, you know, even when I, I think about the Kevin Hart joint, you know, how he, you know, with his kids saying, yo, unconditional, like, yo, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, you know, it, it could be just him and his feelings, you know what I'm saying? And even though it may come off corny to us, it's probably some real shit that he, like, he's going through some real shit. All right, we sw- switch things up a bit. What, in terms of um, 
I guess relationship growth. What are some activities y'all think that people can do to strengthen their relationship? Because I, I, I know I fell in that thing that we mentioned before where it gets stagnant, where I'm coming home after work and it's just, well, that's all. We're watching Netflix or we're watching whatever, like whatever show she's into or whatever. And that gets old, even for the person that's, that, that's, that enjoys doing that type of stuff. So what are some things that I guess you would try to incorporate in your relationships I think it strengthen it? I hope if I'm getting stagnant. Exercise is a really good oh, thing. Yep. How, however, you, it is that you qualify exercise, walk, taking a walk, or jogging, or lifting weights, or whatever it is. Exercise is a huge thing. Most definitely. I think uh, cooking too. Like, I, I, like it's good to get down in the kitchen. Um, even if you're just gonna be sitting there while she cooking, <laughs> hang out with her. You know? <laughs> but you gotta be in the the air, like in the cooking area though. Like you gotta be in the kitchen with yeah, her yeah, yeah. if you're gonna be sitting. Yeah, that's one thing we do too. Like I, I like to cook. I, I'm not really big on like going out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't. I, I'm so picky with my food, and plus it's just like I love like cooking has become like a new thing for me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and I'm uh, you know what I mean I'm way better than her at it. So she listens she listens to the podcast, but it's all good. So it's like you know she became the sous chef. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, I mean cooking, working out, um, reading, reading together. Yeah, and I think you read out loud. People do that. You tell her turn the page. <laughs> it's uh, pronounced I, the. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do like green eggs and ham. <laughs> no, you mean like reading the same book and then what well, y'all talking about? Yeah, reading about the same book and uh, talking about it. Yeah. I've, I've never done that. I've never been in an adult relationship like that. That's that's growing up right I there. mean, I think you gotta be into it or you gotta be if you're a you're a reader, you have to be particularly persuasive. To get your partner to read, especially if they're not a reader. Yeah. Oh, the thing that all three of those have in common is that they're all developmental activities. They're three. They're three activities where, if even if an individual does it, they develop in yeah. a certain way, right? If you cook something, you learn a new recipe. It's a learning thing. You feel good about it. The smells, the cr- creativity behind cooking. You think about working out. You're making your your body better. Mm-hmm. You just you you feel better. Exercise has been shown to treat um, anxiety and depression and it just makes you feel the shot of uh, in, in, what's it called endorphins. endorphins. Doing that kind of thing together, that kind of teamwork, and reading where you're sharing the same ideas and you get to start talking the same language. It's re- really special things. In in y'all experiences, do you do you think uh, subscribe to the the notion of um, opposites attract? Like, do you uh, find that you you work well with people who are very, I guess, not similar to your personality? Yeah. Yes. 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 yes and yeah. no. But, I mean, I think it's cool when, because I believe, like, with relationships, it's all about learning from one another, too. So, if you're coming from, like, a different background and everything's different and I can learn from it, I mean, I think that's something that just keeps it, keeps the relationship not necessarily um, stagnant. Because it's like, yo, you, you you can constantly learn from your partner, right? You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, too, like, have you ever dated someone that was, like, in music? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think I, I could yeah, do someone yeah, I, that hosts a podcast yeah, and DJs. I, that's things that feels you, weird. You can, learn, <laughs> you can still learn from them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've, maybe because maybe they'll understand that I, I don't have the free time because like I gotta edit and I gotta you know practice and things like that. So maybe that might work. Cause well, that, that's been an issue in some of like my relationships. Like people don't like the fact that I'm busy all the time and the stuff that I'm busy with I can't talk to you while I'm doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah, I think um, they could be in your field, like music or, or whatever it is, but still be different enough to bring something new to the table with regards to ideas and perspectives. So, yeah, yes and no for me. Yeah, I, 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 I've I, never done it. I've never met someone similar enough, but I think uh, I, I can see it working. Just because uh, like, I'm a loner, you know what I'm saying? I like to be alone. So if someone that appreciates their own alone time, I think that would that would work out well, you know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? Someone that's busy. I think that would work out well. Yeah, I, I love my alone time. Yeah. And, like, sometimes if I don't get that time. Cranky? Yeah. Yeah, I'm introverted as well. And um, my fiance likes to talk to people and shit. So when we go out to, to <laughs> gatherings or whatever, you know, everybody introduce themselves and, you know, asking shit. Oh, where'd you meet? And I let her do all the talking. <laughs> He's like, I don't like talking. She's like, you work on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because niggas don't talk back to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking. And somebody's on their fucking iPod right now just <laughs> listening to the shit. Listening. And they probably screaming. And I'm like, I don't hear you. Never. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah. I, I, yeah, a long time is definitely. I, 
I would say that I'm an introvert, but it's like because of our jobs and DJing, like we have to be outside. Like, yeah, but, but if, we wouldn't be if we yeah. Wasn't, if I wasn't like if I don't go to a party, if I go to a party or if I'm going out, and it's crazy because like I'll have like a down weekend and you know what I'm saying like like groups of friends and like she may want to go out and I'm she's like uh, well how do you feel about going out here down here to da 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 like you know with a group of people yeah and i'm just like well one the thing is i don't really want to go outside these four walls <laughs> that's one and then two with other people and then three <laughs> to another place with more other people and then four there's a dj that i already uh, <laughs> yeah you want me to go to work and not wear like nah i'm good that's been a hindrance in my relationship though that that trying to stay in the crib all the time yeah like that's, and I, I ain't gonna lie like i came in today and i was setting up and got, nobody was here and i was at peace I was like literally like just yeah, in my zone. Like, you know, some people had everything laid out. I'm like, wow, this is different. That <laughs> yeah, was crazy. Yeah. Yo. When I when I got here, the nigga recorded <laughs> an, uh, an entire episode by himself. Yo, yo. I see. I, I, he ain't seen me, but I seen the nigga doing impersonations of both of us. Trying to he make was sitting in like our chairs and shit. Yeah, me, it was crazy. I'm like, yo, this yo, nigga. It's, yo, twelve episodes, and this is the first time he was here before. Yo. Big up the play, man. I mean, Big I up. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> nah, he wasn't here time. on time, but he was here first. <laughs> <laughs> I beat them here. So that's all that matters. Nah, but I, like I have had that hindrance in my relationship because I, I don't mind being alone. Like I don't even like you, you call it a hindrance. So you call it a hindrance that it, it's a thing where it's been an issue. It's been brought up as an issue. Like, damn, you don't want to come hang out with me and my friends. Damn, you don't want to go do this. I'm like, I don't like them. I don't Does know. it concern you? Um, it let's call me, it a hindrance. That's why I asked. I guess it would, like it concerns me in terms of like growth. Like I don't want to meet a girl I really like and then be like, oh, I'm, we're not growing because I'm being stuck in my ways of wanting to chill in the crib. Like I'm, I'm to the point. Where you know how motherfuckers play video games online with other people. I want to play the story mode by myself. Like I don't want to. Like, I, <laughs> I want to really play with missions by himself. Like, <laughs> I don't want to play with nobody. So like yeah, but you know what I mean. Then you meet someone you really like, and they're, they're, they might be, <laughs> they might be in the shit. So it's like damn, I really got to step out of my comfort zone. Like you know, at Six Flags, how they be having them four seats together in a roller coaster. <laughs> Nah, nigga, I want to sit right there on the bumper. They say it's not safe, but I just prefer the solitude. <laughs> See, that's why people don't open up about about shit like this. They can say he like. She says she had she like a long time. Everybody let her rock. I say I like a long time. Oh, God, God, God. You know, like ballroom dancing class. You know, niggas be saying, "Yo, this is how you, this is how you waltz." I'm like, "Nah, nigga, I'm gonna waltz right over here in the corner by myself." <laughs> Nah, I fuck with you. Nah, I get what you're saying. But you, you've experienced that before, like nah, I experienced, yeah, I experienced a lot of stuff. There was, I asked you if you if it concerned you. Well, one, you called it a hindrance, so it led me to believe that. I don't know if you're self conscious about it or anything like that, or um, you're aware of it. I'll say that you're aware of yeah. it at the least that it, that it's what you call it as a hindrance. But I've had quote unquote hindrances in my relationships that have concerned me. A big one was that I wasn't expressing myself, so. Um, women were saying that I, I can't read you. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I get that a lot. Too. Yeah. So I, I, I and I had, to, I had to deal with it. Like I went to therapy and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I've got the um, you just like you don't care about anything, and I'm just like yo, because I had to learn that like if one, I was always a person too that cared about everything all the time. And that's how you burn yourself out, right? When you yeah. say you care, what do you mean? Well, I mean, just always trying to make sure, really putting others before my own my, my own shit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always trying to make sure, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, this is taken care of and that's taken care of. And it may not even fucking be for me, you know what I'm saying? But I'm always just trying to make sure everything is straight. And, like, I learned, like, yo, that's how I, I burned myself out, you know what I'm saying? And, and I was doing things for people who really didn't even deserve my time, you know what I mean? So then I just got into a place where, like, yo... Fuck that. I'm, I'm, one, I'm doing more things for myself. I've learned to become more selfish because I feel like you have to be more selfish. And then I got into a relationship, one that I really like, and it's just like, damn, you know what? I'm learning shit about, yeah, I can't, I, there's, I can't move. I can't move how I was moving, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know what I mean? You you get with someone that starts calling you out on your shit, you know, you start, I start learning a lot of shit. Not just necessarily about, um, uh, like, myself but just like my surroundings and like how i've grown in transition like you know what i mean like i was around some people that i need to get in therapy too that's another thing i want to like just sit and talk but it's it's good it's real like how you said this is therapeutic to, to, to yeah me, it really is podcast you know what but I'm official therapy i know what you mean 
But, Except uh, when niggas is roasting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, no, nah, that's good. That's, that's good too. I'll take it with me. <laughs> I want a therapist who roasts me. <laughs> nah, but yeah, you just you just learn about the people that you've had around you because it's you act a certain way based upon too also being in that environment in which you were in, right? You know what I mean? So let me ask y'all this: in y'all current situations, what are some areas you think you can improve in? Shit, everything, because you can always be better with everything, right? Definitely, so better, definitely. better. Well, I guess like, what would you prioritize? Is maybe the thing you need to improve. Um, on? being an even better communicator. I mean, I do communicate pretty well. Um, I think um, I'm, I'm with, I'm with someone who's learning to be a better communicator and who's learning to be with someone who who communicates. Like I, I believe I'm very vocal on things. So, but I have to learn to make sure that the way. I say things doesn't come off as strong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm blunt. So it's like, you know what I mean? When like, you say strong, what do you mean? Like, you. I guess in a way, like, even what we said earlier, you know what I'm saying? And we was talking about, like, you know, with, with weight loss and stuff like that. Like, I mean, just, I'm not rude. <clears throat> the way I, my delivery, yeah. It's not you necessarily ultra sensitive. I'm the same yeah, way. It can be you perceived. Know what I'm saying? But at the same a... time, too, like, I, like, she's just learning, like, yo, you know. That's just how you are. Like, and it, it, I, I mean nothing by it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> I'm soft, too, in some things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just, I, so being a better communicator, learning how to um, speak and deliver the things that I do communicate. Um, I don't know what else. Go ahead. Keep you spit while I'm trying to think what else I could be better at. I don't know, but I could tell you for me, um, by the way, <clears throat> I mentioned the book after. For me, it's, it's talking about expressing something that I'm unhappy with. Mm, okay. um, it's difficult for you? Yeah. It's difficult for me. Why do you Why do you feel that it's, that it's difficult? Things that you're unhappy about are, well, let me say, things that I'm unhappy about are always uncomfortable for me to talk about, especially early on, because at first it seems like I always get the feeling that I'm just being a bitch yeah you know i don't like being a complainer so, yeah however you turn out to be more more of a bitch later on down the road when 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 it is that if if you're going to express it when it does come out you're going to seem like more of a bitch and, and even worse an unlikable bitch so and, yeah it'd be like where'd that come from you know yeah exactly so it could come out in a very tough way so like saying it up top like you know and, and phrasing it in a proper way because you're also dealing with another person that presumably you love uh, putting it on you, you know, may, you know, maybe I'm missing something. I hope I'm not, I'm not misunderstanding anything. But when you do this, I feel this way. And then you get the, if you put it in a good way, you talk about niche that you talk about your your words being too strong at times. When you put people on a defense, if they perceive your words as too strong and you're knocking them on their heels, they're gonna automatically defend themselves instead of engaging with you. You don't want a person to, to be defensive and to be knocked back on their heels because automatically they're going to defend their interests and then you're going to go deep into defending yours. You want them to engage with you, but oh my God, I didn't know you felt that way. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of reaction you hope you have. Some people that you talk to aren't going to be that way. They're not that understanding, not effective communicators. Um, a good book to read, it's a boring read. It's called Crucial Conversations. Um, essentially, it it it's a book about having tough conversations, about whether you're being approached with a tough conversation or you having to start to initiate the tough conversation. But it's it's a good book. It's not someone that I recommend a lot. It has good content, but the book is it's a bore to read. Um, it's written in a very businessy kind of way. But um yeah, the answer to your question is to express express things that aren't aren't necessarily positive. Express things that I'm unhappy with. Something I've learned is that uh, you got to pull from every situation. So maybe it could be an older couple in your life or the elder that you talk to. I learned with my daughter, just, you know, girls perceive things differently. So I can't be as rough as like telling her to get over something because, you know, what I mean, she's she's a female. And that's that applies to my relationships as well. I can't just be like, yo, get over that or yo, do this. You know, that, that bluntness for us, we respect it. But you know what I'm saying, the people that I, that I that I get along with respect it. But everyone's not gonna perceive it the same way. They're gonna look at it as, oh well, the the way you decided to deliver it like that, um, was disrespectful. So it's catchy. It's it's it's, it's a catch twenty two. It's uh, 
it's really it's really a matter of just always learning. I think I like I like that way that Keith started off this podcast by saying started out as a habit because people they can look at it and be like, all right, well I'm a DJ, so I gotta wake up and grind and I gotta be focused on the grind. Same way it is with your relationships. If it's something that you really care about, something that you really want to be in for a while, stay focused on that grind because it's it's a wake up and how can I love this person today? How can I show them that I love? Yeah, it's work. And I always hear people say it, but that's what I'm saying. Like now, now I, I understand, like I look at things completely differently. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it's like, yo, you have someone that you're with and you know, you're creating this life with this person. You know what I'm saying? You, you want, you want certain goals. You share certain goals for, with one another. And then just also supporting, supporting that person with their goals. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just like, it, the union that you're creating, that you're crafting, like, you know what I mean? Any foundation, it just, it takes work. Yeah. Playboy, let me put the question back on you. What, what what would, for your next relationship, what are you or what have you been working on? What do you think you would like to work on in yourself? Yeah, what shit you got to do better, motherfucker? Um, I guess in, in relationship in all aspects, like, like just handling anger and rage. You don't want to have it be a situation where things are bottled up and you're like, yelling at the top of your lung for something that I think was like a two, but you're reacting at the point of where it's a ten. You know what I mean? Um that's something that I, I definitely um want to work on. How do you work on stuff like that? Um I think you brought it up was it this episode or was it I can't remember. Uh but when kind of like holding myself back from temptations and vices, so to speak, it's kind of just a self discipline type of thing. You don't just necessarily give in to the moment just because you're feeling angry. You don't gotta act like a five year old about it. You know what I'm saying? Fight the Fight the urge to just be your, your childish self, and and learn that this is something will be given to temptations that that that's released. And I think that you just gotta like fight that sometimes and work on fighting that. Um, not that rage is a temptation, but it's a, it's an impulse, and it's like something that I don't want to you know deal with in in my relationships. Um, and the communication is huge. Learning to be sensitive with my communication. And I think more so learning to receive it. I, I'm, yeah. I might be that person that gets to quickly defensive. Like, what is that supposed to mean? You know, you why are you in my space judging? So, um, learning that maybe that this person isn't necessarily saying it to hurt me, but just you know, saying it to improve upon myself. You know how how animals have the 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 fight or flight stuff. Mm-hmm. Humans have it also. And the thing with humans, they may not animals have it over the fight and flight thing over like physical harm, but humans have an added um, dimension of emotional harm like if something's different right like a deer is in the woods and they hear a, a, a twig snap yo they're like yo that's different i'm out mm-hmm. humans when your partner comes to you with a new idea be like oh maybe we should try let's try something different let's eat sushi that's different like that's different and automatically you want to def- either defend yourself or get out of there Cause like, what, what was i doing wrong before to make you come up with this new suggestion exactly yeah. so that that's just natural and it's really a discipline to to accept that idea digest it and maybe then come out with a yes or no but you know autom- automatically your tendency is like that's different i'm out or i'm standing my ground i'm fighting i think I, uh, last episode i said i grew up in a house where body shaming was was prevalent i think that kind of like has me on a heightened sense of awareness all the time like what is that what is that comment supposed to mean or what do you mean by that so, even in brooklyn people stay roasting people yeah for exactly no yeah so we probably got ptsd from you know what i'm saying oh, Just, I got it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like you gotta like learn that this person's not trying to play you or trying to. And some people are. I've been with grimy people. I've been with you know what I'm saying toxic toxic people, and um, you gotta learn how to decipher between the two. You know what I mean? So, but uh, that's this the relationship episode, y'all. <laughs> we did it for y'all. It's the first one, but you know we might have more because as certain things come up in the media, it'll lead to more conversations and things like that. So whenever we come across something, we definitely gonna touch on uh different subjects. But if y'all got something y'all want us to hear us about, hit us up. You know what I mean? Um. Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. Let us know what y'all want us to talk about and how y'all feel about just the relationship issues that we brought up. Um, you can check me out on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Um, Niche, where can they check you at? Yo, flirting still ain't cheating to me, though. Like, well, we'll get back to that. I mean, this is... Well, I guess... All right, you know what? Uh, catch me at A-O Niche, A-Y-O-N-I-S-H. Uh, and that's on all social media. I think flirting. You don't think the flirting thing? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Though. I I used to be a flirt myself, pretty heavy, and it's like, yo, th- that girl. I'm not trying to get with. I'm literally just talking to her to make her happy or give. You know, what I'm saying just to be polite, so to speak. But there's a difference, you know. Well, I used to be a flirt also, and I'd like to say that I used to flirt with people and make myself feel good a lot of times. So if you think about shit, I know we're getting back into the episode, but oh, we keep you, this going for you. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. Oh, yeah, I thought I was finished. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Nigga, nigga they've never been hot this long. <laughs> um, so, as, but I, I, I can speak as a guy. I know that there's a lot of things with romance that how I operate was out of insecurity. Like you keep, even if I had a girl, I would keep flirting. Now I keep certain numbers because I feel like my self-esteem is tied to those people from the positive feedback that I got from them. So when you flirt, a lot of times you get positive feedback. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you don't, it doesn't culminate in everything. It's just like, oh yeah, I flirted. And then you kind of, you know, if you're with your boy, you walk to your boys like, yeah, show you the bad. She's giving me mad vibes, B. Yeah. Oh, what y'all gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> especially, especially we went, we, all of us went to um, college on campuses and fairly small campuses. Um, y'all went, y'all went to State University Upstate. I went to State University in Long Island, and you could flirt with somebody. You're gonna see them again, and if they give you gave you good, and matter of fact, like ninety five percent of the times you get good vibes because you see all those people. Like the chances of you seeing those people is a, is yeah is is huge. So they won't be disrespectful to you, and chances are y'all have mutual friends, like. I went to Stony Brook and a lot of the parties out there, a lot of um, girls from the city will come out and party. And, you know, you, you meet them and you be like, oh, you, you know, where you at? You, 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 what part of campus you live? Like, nah, I live out the city. I came to visit so-and-so. And I stopped talking to them because they have a higher chance of giving me negative feedback than does a girl from campus. And that's that insecurity thing. I need I needed the good feedback. Mm. It took me time to realize that, you know, I don't need that to to feel confident in myself. I don't need good feedback from girls to feel confident in myself. You know what I'm saying? I, that you find other things. There's family. There's friends. There's your own intelligence mm. and all that stuff. So, and that's the catch twenty two with, with flirting. Because one person could just be doing it to make themselves feel better, and the other person's getting hurt by something that that you you perceive as innocent. Yeah, exactly. But y'all know where to check us at, man. Check us out on YouTube. Search Perfect Talk Podcast. On oh, my phone, Nisha, would you you would you were talking about flirting? No, thing? You no, you just <laughs> right. So I've said enough. Um, so take two. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Word. Check it. P L I C C A P E Z Y. Perfect Talk Radio. A O Niche on Word. everything. Keith, where can they check you at? Uh, you can just check me on the podcast Instagram. But um, my partner <laughs> advice is read is Marriage for White People, written by Ralph Richard Banks. Check that out, y'all. Check it out, and we will check y'all on the next episode, Peace. man. How at us? Peace. Peace.